Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time! I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. I'm the sound guy, Joe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another Delta episode. Yeah. Number, I don't know, maybe 20. Uh, 2021. I'm about to do math here. Uh, 20. What? <laughs> yep. You're right. You're dead right. Uh, yes. <laughs> episode comes out, it's 21. It is, no, it's, it's 20. <laughs> Hi, so this is the month of August. Wow, we're in August, bro. A new semester has started. Yeah, you guys have classes. How does that feel? Uh, Well, I, I mean, I have like two. <laughs> okay. I'm taking and three working in internship. They're kind of just credits. Right. Yeah. Mine are like, okay, let me tell you about uh, one specific class. So I picked up a class called uh, Weed Culture. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I've heard of it. So... Uh, it's an online class, and that I was doing it because, like, you know, this is just for the credits. seems like a fun class to just get some credits in. And weed. Um, and weed. weed. Um, and then I join the Zoom room, mm-hmm. and immediately I just hear music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the professor's Zoom window is, uh, like, YouTube songs in a playlist going back to back for his uh, – on Canvas, he has a stoner playlist that students can add songs to. Um, and these songs are going back and back, back to back as we're waiting for the class to start. And at the bottom right of his Zoom window is a little like how much time left before class starts. I'm like, wow, there's some there's some production level quality to this. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was getting into. Class opens. There is a like video introduction to this man's class, and then like it, it like it's like an animated text thing that happens, and then it, it, it fades in, and he's there. He's like, "Hello, classroom," and starts going off about like the class and all that. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good!" Every so he separates his class into like di- different sections. Every section has a video intro and outro. Hmm. Every section lunchtime his screen goes to like a lunch window and then it has like the time left in lunch um, it's just there's such a high level of production for this class i was astonished i'm so happy with it like this is going to be the best class i've ever taken that's awesome most you- of most of those online classes are just like a like a PowerPoint presentation. It's just a slide, and then you hear the professor with the most terrible microphone in the world. <laughs> so today, class, we're going to be learning about exponents. Bane? <laughs> professor Bane? <laughs> professor Bane? I have a question, Professor Bane. You were born in the question. I would merely adopted it. So, so when it comes to weed, what's your favorite strain? <laughs> oh, wow. We're what's your favorite wow. strain, Professor Bane? Oh, you're talking to me now. I have no time for such things. You have no time, but you're teaching this class about weed, about no, drugs. Well, I thought he was a math teacher. What? I, I thought sh- this was still your class. I'm very high right now. Oh, I see. <laughs> I may have forgotten. Is, is your mask uh, that, uh, oh my God, what's it called? They, those... they, they're talking about those like gas masks. That, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, gets yeah. you even higher. Oh, well, they just, you know have, I mean? like, they just have like weed gas masks. Like, yeah, that's like, a you thing. You wear the gas mask to smoke. Weed. Guess what? Exactly. He's like, are you hotboxing your mask, Bane? Professor Bane? He says in the movie, if I remove it, it will be very painful. What do you mean he says? It's you. I need well. to hear your, like, wheeziest cough. <laughs> Through the mask? <laughs> Through the mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It didn't feel very good. It's much better when you have a cup. 
Yeah, fair. Which I oh, do not. Pringles can. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Professor Bane. We'll catch up with you later. You're welcome, Jared. Um, but yeah, that, like uh, other than that, nothing really notable with college. But it's just I love how this is one of this is one of the last classes I'm ever taking, and it's yeah. so good. It, like as much as I hate college for being a scam, um, <laughs> FGCU has been pretty good. Good, that's great, man. Yo, um, well, with classes, I'm just taking the journalism requirements. You know yeah. what I got to do, and then uh, I've been interning. But that's pretty boring. I would really want to talk to you guys about what I had for breakfast this morning. Let's, okay. That, that's the story? This is the story. Let's you, talk have, about breakfast. Have you ever had cosmic brownies? Like the, like the really this American is, This is a marijuana-heavy <laughs> uh, episode already. No, no, okay. no. These are, the, these are like the processed American whatever brownies. Like the zebras? Look, look them up. Not not cosmic. It's made by the same brand that makes the zebras, but they're like they have like the, the oh yeah. Each one has like three sprinkles yeah. on it. Yes. Oh my god. So you three know sprinkles. those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really it. Though. You're so right. It's like they look like little nerds, but they don't taste like nerds. You bite into those, and they they have the consistency of like rubber. Now, Jared, you're right. looking up uh, cosmic brownies. Period. Now look up cosmic brownies cereal. What? There's a cereal? There's a cereal. There's a cereal for everything. That's true. Man. Oh, my God. Yep. You're looking at it, aren't you? It's a blue box. Yeah. And, um... Why? Well, <laughs> me Here. and my friend were going through through Walmart. I, I don't like that at all. My friend and I were going through Walmart. She noticed it, and she was like, those look horrible. So, naturally, I bought it. Oh, of course And I did. tried it. Um, it's very interesting. This isn't an endorsement because it, I don't think it's good. It's definitely not good for you. Hold on. <laughs> definitely. Let's make sure we add this bit to our Razazza food review catalog. Right. All right. right. So continue. So you, it's like Cocoa Puffs, but you know how, <laughs> do you know how Cocoa Puffs are light and airy? Yeah. yeah. This is dense and thick. Mm. It's oh, like. So every bite you're like putting what? in work. A little bit, if you had to chew cocoa puffs. But this is this crunchy. I'll, yes, it's, it's crunchy. crunchy. It's crunchy. If you have it without milk, you will die. Okay. Is it edible without milk? <sighs> yes, but painful. Okay. It's painful. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I don't want it. I don't want it. It's. I tastes, already didn't want it. And does now it I don't want it more. Does it turn the milk chocolatey? No. What? Which is strange, because I, if anything, I thought it would. But, but it's it not like cocoa puffs. That, I'm just describing the, te- the taste of it. The taste, it's the most similar thing I can think of to a brownie cereal. It it's, it looks like it has some sort of frosting on it? It's the sprinkles. I, or are you talking about the, like, sugar gr- sugar glaze? Yes. There's a little bit of a sugar glaze over each one. And there's sprinkles. The sprinkles fall off in the milk, which leaves oh, you with, with, leaves you with like, polka dots in your milk. Oh, no. It's like polka dot man barfed into you your bowl. You can't yeah, even, exactly. like, drink the milk after, because one, it's not chocolate, <laughs> and then two, there's a bunch of these nasty sprinkles on, in the milk. They're not that nasty. I drink the milk afterwards, because that's a part of the cereal experience. But Don't like, at me. But, like, milk and <laughs> sprinkles? Yeah, it's... It doesn't Look, work. It's not good, but I do it anyways. We Ooh. have a cereal brand that is little cookies. Yeah, and they're great. Cookie crisps, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, who gave little Debbie's permission to make cereal? Listen, Debbie. 
you're too young for this. Go <laughs> go home and she like, plow a farm or like something. Like 100 years old or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, if anything, she's giving competition to General Mills. So, which is the big cereal which owns Cheerios. Also Kellogg's. Yeah. Yeah, they're both Kellogg's, so, like, there's no competition. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Whoops. No, okay, it's Kellogg's and there's General Mills. They're two separate. No, but uh, this no, cereal this, is this Kellogg's. This cereal is Kellogg's? Yes. Oh, well, then it's not Oops. even competition. Look. Kellogg's Little Debbie Cosmic Brownie Cereal. Did you get the family size? No, I got the normal size. You got the normal size. If it was bad and I had the family size, then I'd have to <laughs> eat the family size. So you are committed to finishing this box. I'm almost finished with it, yes. Almost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not the one to waste food, no matter so, how terrible it is. So you usually don't take trips to the bathroom, <laughs> but, how many, but do you take trips after this? Uh... You see, with Cheerios, that goes through your system very quickly because yeah, yeah. it's like a so, sort of natural laxative. Yes, it is. This is not that. It clogs it. No, it uh, it just doesn't change it in any way. It is, it is just sugar. It's pure it's sugar. The, That's what are. most cereal is. Yeah, yeah, for, for real. I haven't been eating it every day straight. I've been eating it, you know, oh. once and then uh, the, uh, <laughs> the day after that. So like, just, oh, I'm just, I, I would be. That's torture. I'm to trying to finish it. Day. I'm trying to get rid of it. Give it to your roommates. No, I don't want to do that to them. <laughs> okay, we just met. <laughs> I, I love the idea that like you give them little, de- or you give them cosmic brownie cereal, and they just hate you for the rest of these. Well, well, I sh- <laughs> I showed it to them, and they had the same reaction as you. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, and I was like, I know, right? I'm gonna try it. Like, I want brownies for breakfast, but not like this. <laughs> not like that. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was hoping it was going to be. Yeah. I knew in the back of my mind it wasn't going to be like that. Uh-huh. I think I thought it was going to be like cookie crisps. Like cookie crisps are not cookies. They're close enough. Right. But only brownies. It's not quite. Listen, the real champion for chocolate cereals. Oh, unrelated. Crave. Do you Crave, know Crave? Crave bars. No, no. no like the, cereal. the cereal. Oh, I think my mom used to have some of that. So, so. They're they're similar in shape of these cosmic brownies, but they have like chocolate filling inside of it. Oh, they're like chocolate raviolis. Yeah. 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 But they're cereal. I've had those. Yes. Yeah, and those are great. They're not the number one competitors for chocolate cereals. No, I don't think so. But what I do think is maybe Cocoa Pebbles. Mm, I could see Cocoa it. Pebbles are is up there. Fruity Pebbles are more popular though. Really? Everybody, I've haven't seen cocoa okay. pebbles in a house in a very long time. I've seen fair, fruity fair. pebbles okay. basically everywhere I go. So, would you rather have both of you? Would you rather have Fruit Loops or fruity pebbles? Fruity pebbles. Okay. Would you rather have cocoa puffs or cocoa pebbles? Puffs. Puffs. Okay. Puffs. All right. That's all I need. I to honestly know. just don't like the small cereal. Oh, I see what you mean. And it gets really soggy easily, too. Yeah, that's my biggest issue. With it. Yeah. yeah. Fruit Loops are just... I haven't had a Fruit Loop that wasn't stale. <laughs> right? You, th- you think they are always stale, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. You got. You they don't have different flavors, either. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's the same thing. Col- it's color flavor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, is, are we done with this, the cereal arc? What do you mean? This is pop culture. Is it pop cereal? Yes. Pop culture? Of course it is. I well, guess. In, in, because, you know, you, we all know Tony the Tiger. 
We all know the Cheerios B. We don't know his name, but we know him. And also, we have Toucan Sam. We have Toucan Sam. God bless Toucan Sam. <laughs> Applejack. Tricks Rabbit. Tricks. Uh, yeah. Lucky Charms Leprechaun. How can you not say that this is not pop culture, especially when we grew up on this? Cereal is very With trendy. The commercials? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Cereal is super trendy. I used you... to work at an FYE. I know you used to work FYE? at a comic book store for oh. your entertainment. Oh. And there was cereals that were branded off of shows. That's true. Like the Rick and Morty eyeball cereal. Which I never had. Oh, but dude. it sold like hotcakes. Back in the day, there was like there was Zelda, Mario, Pokemon cereal. There was a TMNT cereal. That's right. Oh my god, Spider Man, like a whole bunch of comic book ones. Man, y'all pay- my my parents just got me the same cereal. <laughs> the most exciting thing to happen in my cereal life is when like the Applejack and uh, Cinnamon got together, yeah! and fighting each other. Yeah. Oh my god, I love those commercials. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I used to like live. For I, those I was such a cinnamon guy, but <laughs> I, I was like, every single time I was like, cinnamon's gotta win, bro. Apple's a bitch. Dude, listen, <laughs> you kind of look like him. Tall, skinny, lanky in the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the vibes, that's too, really are just, the same. I, that's who I've just been trying to be my whole life. I've just, <laughs> my entire life, I've been trying my best to be cinnamon from Applejack's oh. commercials. And... Applejack was like my favorite thing as a kid, too. Oh, uh, it was one of the best cereals. Yeah. I think there's someone with the cinnamon character tattooed on them. Definitely. <laughs> I probably Definitely. somewhere out there. No question. God uh, bless. So I'm, I'm going to drive us away from this Let's, one. Okay. Uh, with our game for today, which game is just really questions because Delta episode. Uh, this one I'm calling the Dog Dazzle because uh, <laughs> today, as of recording, is National Dog Day. Uh, not the release of the episode, though. I'm sorry for yeah, all of yeah. you listening. It's just two uh, days. Get so over all, it. all of these questions are dog-related. I would like to also note that autocorrect changed dog to drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anything, that says more about your texting habits, but pop off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So first one, who's your favorite TV movie dog? TV slash movie dog? TV slash Oh, man. Dog. I'm between. I mean, <laughs> how can you not say Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo's okay. How can you not say him? I'm between, I have two very polar opposite picks. Air Bud, or Air Buddy. Man. And then Cujo. <laughs> Cujo? You don't know what Cujo is? Oh! Wait, let me see. What? <laughs> you don't is know? It... Cujo's a great dog. <laughs> I'm trying to, hold on. Hold on. Cujo. This? Yeah, Cujo, the killer, like a jo- the killer terrible dog. Terrible horror flick? It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> It was Stephen King, I, I think. Never heard of it Cujo. is Stephen You've King. Never heard of Cujo? It's just a dog that eats people. Or what about Win Dixie? Win Dixie. That was a book. Remember that? That was a oh, book and, and a movie. movie. Yeah. How I, about Marley? Marley and me? No. Get no. Shut up. <laughs> but he's such a good dog. That's shut why up. you cry. Shut up. You love Marley. Shut up. No. <laughs> One of. Uh, but, but my favorite's Ein. Oh, Ein. Yeah. No. I think I. You know. Maybe blue, from a. At the end of the day, Ein doesn't from really Blue's do that yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> there was also. Uh, did you guys ever see the movie A Dog's Purpose? No. no. That was. I took uh, someone there out on a date, and it's a crying movie, and I didn't know that. <laughs> so, very interesting. So you were crying on her arm instead of the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Using popcorn as tissues. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I think there's a whole series of them. It's a dog's blank, and it's a trilogy. And it's like dog reincarnation. Dog? Dog reincarnation. Yeah, a dog's purpose. Oh, is it, um, 
This dog reincarnates and finds the same owner every yes, time? Yes, that's yes, it. Yes, I know exactly what you're oh. talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't know the name of it, but there's a dog movie where, like, the dog is God or something, and, like, <laughs> it goes to hospitals and, like, licks people and they're healed. <laughs> is this the Green Mile, but for dogs? What? I, d- I don't remember the name of it. It was, like, a, it was like a Christian uh, movie dog. of some sort. Dog heal, dog Jesus, dog, dog God. Jesus. <laughs> but he, like he, he would go into, he would like sneak into the hospitals to heal people, and then white they'd God? wake up, and be like, "I'm better now," and the doctors would be like, "What happened?" <laughs> Is it White God? Maybe I don't remember the name. What the? No, heck? it's not. I watched it when I was a kid. <laughs> okay. Um, you ever watch Eight Below? No. Yeah, it's a long ass movie. Never mind. Okay, mm. so our answer is mine's Ein. I I think I'm gonna go Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. You know, I'm gonna go with Enzo from The Art of Racing in the Rain, which is a book and a movie, which is very much like a dog's purpose, but he doesn't die. Wait a uh, minute. Wait. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. I know I'm gonna regret my answer. Like after Just this. Say it. Just say no, it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I I can't think of anything else. I'm sorry. All right. All right. So. <laughs> Naga. Sorry. Naga. <laughs> polar bear dog. Oh, that doesn't count. It's part polar bear. It's a dog. But it's also a polar bear. It's the size of a polar bear. I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. Uh, which game has your favorite dog? And there's an asterisk to this because you must be able to pet the dog in the game. Oh, I was going to say Minecraft, but you can't do that. You can only punch. Um, <laughs> let's that counts. see. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> I don't. I don't Damn, know. that echoes. I yeah, like that. that went for a while. I didn't think it would go for that long. Where <laughs> you can pet the dog. Okay. The I only thing I can think of is Far Cry 6, which that game is terrible. All the Far Cry games. There's all about, of them? Not That's all right. of them. Since 5. Since 5 or 4. Mm-hmm. 5 was better than 6, so I'm going to go with Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5. Yeah. I'm going I'm to go with Dog Meat from Fallout. Good one. It's a great one. Yeah, Didn't uh, think of that. You can pet dog meat. Hmm. Hmm. Jared's just looking up dog. Clifford dog is pet technically games. in games, <laughs> educational games. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Oh my god. Uh, Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Any. Any dog Pokemon? Dog Pokemon, because you can pet them in X and so Y. So like Lillipup or something like that. Jared, list how many dog Pokemon as you can. Uh, Lillipup, Hurtier, Stoutland, yep. Furfru, um, Bolton, Yamper, uh, Fido. What's the electric one? Yamper. Ah. That's all I got. You didn't say Arcanine? Arcanine, Growlithe, I'm sorry. Lucario is a dog, well, I think. Jack- they're yeah. more like wolves. No, Arcanine? no, they're it's still a dog. I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, now moving away from media <laughs> to what's your favorite breed of dog? Ooh, I I, think I have one. I am a fan. If I were to get a, jo- a job, no, a dog. <laughs> I have jobs on the brain. I would like a golden retriever or a German shepherd because those dogs have jobs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's in their. So dis- you, you want a dog that can bring you a paycheck? Is that what you're telling yes. me? Yes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay. Sweet coon. Uh, it has to be a real dog yeah. for this one, man. Uh, I'm not a big dog person. Like I like dogs, but like, how can you not like golden retrievers? I didn't say I don't like them. Mm. I'm gonna go. With I I like dogs. 
Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever. Yeah, that's a safe <laughs> answer. I'm going to go with Pitbulls. They're, they're very uh, propagandized. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but they're actually super sweet yeah. and fun. So they're, Pitbulls. Fun fact, they're the second most tolerable dog that can tolerate the most. Second only to Golden Retrievers. Mm. Yeah, which, so show, like, which shows how much abuse they have if they're all angry all the time. Right. And that means, like, oh, they dealt with crap. And you know what ranks the lowest on the dog tolerance scale? Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Yeah, screw Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas yeah. are the they're worst little, dog. They're like overgrown rats. They, they are just rats. <clears throat> I knew someone who, comp- who trained their Chihuahua very well, and it was a well-behaved dog. Good for Honestly, them. But same. that took a very <laughs> long time for her to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know someone as well. The the troll like behaves itself, even like walks outside and doesn't bother people, just wanders on its own. Huh. But like that's like the only troll I know that does that. Every <laughs> other troll I've seen in my life, like you walk like a mile in its range and it will chase you down. <laughs> I hate trolls. Yeah. All right. What and is there's just you can just punt them. <laughs> really? Yeah, they they're just they're rats. no threat. <sighs> like you can't even have them as security dogs. <laughs> Yeah, right? What are They're they not even cute! <sighs> Sorry. Uh, what's your best dog story? I'll start out with mine while y'all think of yours. Um, so, my dog, uh, we uh, there was a certain point, uh, 2008 recession, uh, <laughs> my family moved to Brazil. Uh, but my dad en- ended up staying in the U.S. to do business in the U.S. while my mom was looking to find op- business opportunities in Brazil. Doesn't matter. My dog ends up staying in Florida. Um, good for him. You know, he's hanging out with my dad at the house, except my dad sucks at taking care of dogs, specifically my dog. What happens is he just leaves my dog in the house, uh, and just, or leaves my dog in the bathroom and just lets him be. Uh, so literally every day my dad would get home, uh, dog, dog just craps the bathroom up like crazy. The bathroom's a mess. So my dad finally gives up. He brings it over to a friend. He's like, Hey, can you take care of this dog? Sure. Um, while at uh, my dad's friend's house, my dog runs away. Just uh, just is able to get out of the door or something, wasn't being watched, gets away. Is gone for a day and a half. It's my my dad's friend is giving up hope. He calls my dad. He's like, the dog's gone. I don't know what to do. And then my, my dad, bless his soul, is like, oh, well. <laughs> While we're all gone, not, he doesn't tell us right, that the dog is not. missing. Um, and so for this day and a half, my dog is just nowhere to be found. And nobody says a word about it. And then after that day and a half, my dog just shows up at the door completely, like, just his hair's, like, all messed up. There's, like, uh, that stuff that gets stuck in... Spurs? Spurs, as well as uh, some, like, seed pods all, like, stuck in his fur. And he's so happy. He is like, (laughs) oh, my gosh, I'm finally home. And then, like, and then got home, whatever, did all that. My dad only told my mom, and my mom held that for, like, a while. So, like, my dog, I went out there and lived in the Florida or Cape Coral Canal region <laughs> for, for a day and a half surviving out there doing who knows what. And he's a domesticated, like, he's a house dog. Yeah. And he survived out there for a day and a half. What a good boy that he came back home. Yeah, right? Oh I'm so happy. God. He's the best. <sighs> I never owned a dog, so I don't really have a story with that. My parents figured that two cats equal one dog. So, uh, this isn't. All right, you guys, hear me out on this one. I was hanging out at a junkyard because that's what children do. Yeah. And a family friend owned the junkyard. And where there's a junkyard, there's a junkyard dog. Now, there were signs saying, beware of dog. He has history of attacking people. And I was hanging out over there, and I made friends with the dog. 
It was a big, I think it was a Mastiff. It looked like Cujo from the movie. It was a big, big dog that's probably weighs more than me. And I made friends with it. It was the most f- sweetest dog ever. And it was looked big and scary, and it apparently bit somebody. My guess is that somebody had it coming. <laughs> so, yeah, j- don't d- judge a book by its cover, especially when it's a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very sweet little dog that, not little, it was massive. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I missed that dog. He was, he was, he was chill. Mm-hmm. He was fun. I could have ridden him if I really wanted to. I was going to ask you. Yeah. I definitely could have. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. That would be crazy. Just, <laughs> just riding around in the junkyard <laughs> on a dog. Yeah. Right? Uh, crypto. Crypto? You remember Crypto the Super Dog? Remember that show? It sounds familiar. It's a movie now. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> See, I knew I was going to think of something else. Um, I don't have a... You're going to say Crypto is your favorite media dog? One of the first ones that I'm actually like, oh, my God, you know? This guy's cool. Yeah, I love that show. Uh, Bat Hound was in it, too. God. Um, Oh, Crypto! Yeah. (laughs) Crypto! Uh, I'll allow it. The Super Dog. You remember that? Oh, That was such a bad show. It's Super Dog time. I loved it. It, it, Well, yeah, I loved it, too. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so bad. (laughs) Um, I don't have a... Good, uh, good. I mean, positive dog story. Well, give me a negative dog. Story. Okay. Um, my step grandparents. Like do- yes. Story? Do Do we want a sad dog story? That's part. You of- told a nice one. He told a medium one. I'm gonna tell a bad one. Okay. okay? Yeah, let, get Get the <laughs> tissues ready. <laughs> okay. So my step grandparents, a long time ago, you know, when my stepdad was still a kid, got a uh, schnoodle a schnauzer mixed with a poodle. Uh, when my stepdad was like five, maybe, uh, so born 1977, five years after. Um, and they named him, his name from the pound was like Gruffy or whatever. I don't know. Uh, or like Gruff or whatever. And um, my grandma wanted to change it to something more cuter, but the, um, my grandpa and my stepdad was like, no, he's a boy, so we're going to name him a, a, a boy name. His name's Tuffy then. You know, they, they they meet in the middle instead of tough or whatever. is Tuffy because my grandma wanted it to be cute anyways. Um, apparently, he had some, some issue with feet because the previous owner always kicked the Aww. poor guy. He's a small little dog, too. You know, he's not big, you know. Um, so when I, like finally met the dog my grandma always told me you know don't mess with this with your feet around him don't run around him because you know, he's gonna get scared or whatever i'm like okay um years for years uh uh i would be over at their their house playing with tuffy and stuff and he's a really really good boy um he will always go on walks with my grandma like every night and um even when he got older and couldn't like walk very far or whatever, he he would ride on the basket of my grandma's bike Aww. and they would just bike around, you know, and this is them being happy for years to come. And, um, and in, in between this time, uh, my stepdad, my mom and I got, uh, kittens, uh, these two kittens, um, one's black, one's white, or I'm sorry, one's like a tabby, one's white and black, tux- uh, kind of reverse tuxedo, Han and Hardy. And we tried to 
keep them with us, but our current Calico, Ayla, wasn't having it. So we're like, okay, let's give them to um, Grandma and Grandpa. And Tuffy adjusted really well to having kittens around the house. And they, they like, got along so well that they will, like, sleep together. They'll wrestle to, you know wrestle together. They'll lick each other clean and whatever. You know, very cute, very awesome. Two cats and a dog. And um, as the years progressed, Tuffy got older. His eyes... He started going blind, right? As you get old, you get blind. So uh, he mainly relied on smell or every other sense and maybe just spatial awareness because he's been in the same house for years. Uh, That's how he got around and stuff. And uh, the cats will, like, I guess look after him too or whatever. So um, one day he eventually – he made it out to the back porch or patio or whatever, and we have a pool – and he was walking, and nobody was watching him. The, the The sliding door was open for some reason. I guess people just come in and out. I don't know. Uh, he was he was walking alongside the pool, and he stopped somehow and fell over into the pool. And it wasn't until like I don't know, maybe ten, fifteen minutes later, uh, my grandma comes out because there was no like struggle or anything. There's no like and, and the splash. No. Uh, she comes out and she finds Han, the, the tabby, looking over the pool at Tuffy's body, uh, just floating there. And uh, my grandma picks him up and tries her best to, you know, I guess CPR or whatever on the dog. And he he passed. It, it, the, the mo- he, it does, we don't think he drowned. We think he died, you know... Next to the pool, and his body just limped over inside of it. So um, eventually, we got him cremated, and now he has his own little shrine at my grandparents' Aww. place in a little box. That's what I was going to ask, because like he could have just fallen over. That's identical yeah. to how my childhood cat died. Right. Right. So like, who's to say? Mm-hmm. Either way, it was in a body of water. Yeah. So listen, that's uh, got to be careful. Yeah. Oh, well, ask you. That was a, <laughs> it's sad. It's a, it was a nice story, story, though. Yeah. All right. And last and most important question. Uh, is it a crime to make dogs unpettable in video games? Yes. Uh, yes. I'm going to go ahead and say yes, but in this day and age. If you, if you made a game 10 years ago and you, there's just dogs there, yeah, it's okay. That's fine. But now it's a necessity. I mean, <laughs> you I'll, I'll, agree. I'll agree on in that. In Breath of the Wild, you can feed them and they'll take you to treasure, but I would love to to boop the snoot, you know? <laughs> That'd be nice. Can you not pet them? No. You can talk to them. You can give them food, but that's it. Uh, come on, Nintendo. You're, <laughs> bi- you're behind on the game. Uh, there's Nintendogs. We have Nintendogs. Yeah, but you can't... I guess you can pet the dog. Yeah. Yeah, you can. When was Groom the last Nintendog game? The last Nintendogs was like... I would 2010? say... 2010? Yeah, like 2010-ish. I don't know. It's a, it's a DS game, yes, so... Yes, it is. There's no way it's later than 2013. <laughs> now there's this... I just looked up... You're right. It was in t- the 2010s. But now I'm... It's just a huge YouTube trend of... I haven't checked my Nintendog in 14 <laughs> years. In 10 years. In 9 years. You know, my sister just recently found our Nintendog's oh, no. DS card. Maybe it's about time I joined oh, the trend. No. Nintendog's in 2021 still worth playing? Question mark? No. Maybe. It's a pretty, pretty alright game. Maybe, yeah. Funny. 
but yeah, that's my game. Dogs. Dog, dog dazzle. days. Dog, dog dazzle. <laughs> Razzle doggle. Razzle <laughs> doggle. Uh, uh, so... I wa- I've been watching quite a few things uh, this past month. Um, I'm halfway through Comey Can't Communicate. Oh. It's a really, really good show. It's really cute. Highly uh, recommended. Have you seen anything of it? Uh, I know the premise. Yeah. Okay. It's a great topic to uh, to discuss or to bring up. You know, it's 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 more than just social anxiety. She has like some Comey has some like phobia or whatever. I forget the actual name, but you know, it's going through like people you know who has this thing makes them very anxious and socially awkward that they can't that ha- they have trouble communicating uh but it's not like they don't want to they want to make friends but it's just hard for them and we just see how this light-hearted sweet little uh show takes it and it's really really nice i immediately got hooked because in the first episode we got like final fantasy and Mega Man references oh great it's great uh, that's all you need for Jared. Just put, yeah. just put like two video game references in there, I'm and set. then boom, successful yeah. show in Jared's eyes. It's <laughs> really cute. Also, uh, one of the characters is voiced by Christina V, my favorite voice actress. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> the other Jared requires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, where is this? Uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix. There's not a lot of <clears throat> media's that have nonverbal characters. I think that's very important to have. She talks. She talks. Just as. She doesn't talk. She's just like a mute. It's selective no, she's mutism. Not. N- no, it's 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 she she's to simplify. She's overly anxious. She's like super anxious. Ah, but still though, there. I think it's very impressive for a show or any sort of media to express a character's emotions without having them speak. She has a communication disorder, and is bad at communicating with people. I'm trying to find like the actual name of the thing, but I can't. But continue. I mean, yeah, I just think it's very impressive whenever a character can show emotion without speaking. Yeah. Or especially without showing facial features. Like, oh, through yeah. helmets and all that. The the art style of this ga- uh, game of this anime is really cute, and and they really uh, do that whole chibi like no mouth big eyes type of deal it's really cute I, I, I highly recommend it for, for anybody who just wants a a slice of life light hearted anime show to watch I we're only halfway through it because um, the the dub is only like so halfway through the episode the, the, the entire series is finished now like for, for season one but the rest of it's subbed and I don't want to watch it yeah, uh, like that if you start dubbed then it's pretty hard yeah. to move to a sub yeah um yeah, I, if you like uh, non-communicative characters, whatever, uh, if you haven't watched A Silent Voice already. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I've right. already watched it. Yeah, it's great. That it's a great movie. Powerful movie. Mm-hmm. Also started Samurai Champlo. Oh, nice, nice. I'm in the... I, I finished the Edo um, chapter, so I'm on episode nine. I think I'm about where you are. Okay. Okay. Is the Edo chapter with like the the gang the the yakuza's? Yes, that's part of it. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess there's a lot of yakuza just about. <laughs> well, um, yeah. There's that two part episode with the two yakuza clans fighting each other. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm about where you are as well. Yeah. I, I'm past that. Oh. Yeah. I'm on episode. Wow. That wasn't me. I'm on episode nine. Okay. So so I'm already in like the second chapter of the show, and it's really good. Uh, of course, we're going to have an episode with Richard. It's going to be another two-hour 
episode, I'm sure. <laughs> the music, so cool, so good. I'm excited for that episode. Ah, yeah. There's, there's that one episode where, like, uh, the the dude's talking about the life of Yakuza, like, the one, uh-huh. it's like how you choose to be an outlaw, blah, blah. And then as he's saying that, there's, like, this hip hop back, backdrop uh-huh. to it that just, like, adds to, mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, I didn't, this life isn't really one that you want to have but it's one that we have regardless yeah. and it's like with the hip-hop background you're like okay i, 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 fuck with I mean it. if you like lo-fi you're gonna like the samurai shampoo uh ost regardless because that's that's kind of like with the discussions and talks that richard and i have about the show that's one of the big points that uh he told me about like if it wasn't for samurai shampoo's soundtrack lo-fi probably wouldn't be a thing like all the different fives or whatever the synth waves and, and all that stuff kind of originated from shamplo and stuff so you know dj cutman is a is a is a big contributor to that so Sick. do you know dj cutman i do not what really do you no clue really and to people and you guys are, are people who like lo-fi wow i don't really lo-fi. maybe really no Oh, uh, I've I've listened to Lo-Fi on occasion okay. for studying, but it's not really something I like seek after. Right, I don't like look at the names. I just load click. up Lo-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> click. Gotcha. gotcha. Whoa, is that a ten-hour Lo-Fi playlist? <laughs> <Dumb>. <laughs> That's fair. The new She-Hulk show came out this past week. Oh, I've heard some it's hot good on that one. Bro, I like it. Hulk couldn't stop a jeep. Well, and, first of all, he wasn't trying, and he yeah. wasn't in grave danger like he was in the other movies. Yeah. Sure. I just find it funny how Hulk couldn't stop a Jeep. Hey, man. It's not that he couldn't. He didn't want to kill the people inside yeah. it, I don't think. And also, he doesn't want to destroy his own Jeep. <laughs> it's my Jeep, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I need that Hulk anger to where he goes, grr, and then crushes the Jeep. But this is and Professor then goes, Hulk. But, and, then, and then he goes... Oh, oh, whoops! <laughs> After he crushes the well, jeep, he, but he breaks his bar. If if you don't, I, you haven't watched it. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Okay, that's just the only thing I know about it. If you want it to not be a plot hole, just imagine that since there's been like I don't know twenty world-ending events in that universe, that they just make jeeps really tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She-Hulk is just a promo for jeeps. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's really good. It's really fun. It's really fun. Uh, if you are actually sick of that whole like lighthearted, comedic side of Marvel, then maybe you're not gonna like the show. But that's what She Hulk is about. I see. You know, like like the the original comic character, very comedic, fourth wall breaking, and she breaks the fourth wall in the show. It's great. I love it. Uh, it's I don't know. It's it's uh it's really interesting. It's really fun. It's really it, it works. It works. I don't know. Have you seen anything of it? Nope. I'm no. gonna wait till it's done. It's fair. So. Fair. Yeah, uh, I will respect the the going for full CGI characters because that yeah because especially when it looks like a real person that can tend to like turn people away. Um, but but they went with it. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's really not bad for a lot of it. And then the the times where it is bad, TV show budget. Who, yeah, who right? cares really? It's not it's not a film. It's not She's a also film. the main character. Yeah. like usually with CGI characters you can get away with it because like i mean thanos he's not on screen all the time mm-hmm. he's the bad guy he shows up when the bad guy's needed he's mm-hmm. not like captain america but even then uh, but uh but like you could you don't have to work on it as much she hulk she's the main character she has to always be there yeah. so that's a lot of like cgi work to do yeah i'm impressed i i really like it a lot and we get abomination back so 
That's cool. Speaking of the Hulks and Patrick's uh, mention of hot takes, Mark Ruffalo had a pretty hot take that angered a lot of Star Wars fans. Really? So in an interview promoting She-Hulk, obviously, he was asked, are you ever worried about running out of material to make Marvel stuff? And he said, no. I mean, there's plenty to draw upon. But then he added, um, there's plenty of different stories Marvel can tell. And then he said, with Star Wars, you're basically watching the same story every movie. Okay. And that angered a lot of Star Wars fans. But but he's not wrong. He's A lot of things can anger Star Wars fans. That's true. You can say you like a movie that's going to anger Star Wars fans, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is also true. I mean, that's kind of the whole thing with Star Wars is like the space opera, like mm-hmm. the, uh, what is the term for, for like Star a... Star Wars repeats. Or, it's it's the term in storytelling for when like uh, coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Like it, like all every Star Wars story is partially a coming of age of like, oh, I figured out what my duty is. It's time for me to do my duty. Mm-hmm. Or not every Star Wars, but a lot of Star yeah, Wars is that the main thing. Um, yeah. And then a lot of Star Wars features like the this air of responsibility. This this uh, this like how much emotion do I let myself have kind of thing. It like. The, it's it's a lot of the same story just told differently. I yeah. agree with Mark Ruffalo. It's you're looking at the it, the base premise for the story is the same thing, just different characters, different situations. Sure. Uh, always ends the same way. Good like good guys find out something the bad guys are doing, stop the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part. For the most part. Yeah, except Empire. Yeah, but then that's Empire is part one of... Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> of that, yes, yes, yes. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, that's his opinion, too. Like, yeah. people are going to get mad about anything, so, like, whatever. That's just uh, something I, I read about. So. Yeah. I've heard that take a lot. Like, Mark Ruffalo isn't the first person Definitely. to have the every Star Wars story mm-hmm. is the same story. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard that so many times. When the when the sequels started coming out, everyone was just looking at them like, yeah, it's kind of pissed. It's, like, it's the same thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it actually is. But then also they change up the characters so that there's that contrast in, like, the way the characters act. But, like, it is still just core stories. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, if you want more of a thing because that thing makes you feel a certain way and if it makes money then the people creating that thing are gonna do it again because it makes money <laughs> that's why we have 10 or 11 Fast and the Furious films yeah well Fast, Fast and the Furious has r- rich emotional value no <laughs> no <laughs> teaches you so no. much about family no <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh my god. In, a, in an age where they're taking away our family oh. values, Jared, we need Fast and Furious. No, we don't, man. No, we don't. Uh, I've been playing Xenoblade 3, of course. Of course. And the story is kind of similar. Not the story. Uh, a lot of things are very similar to Blade Runner. Weirdly what? enough. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have a joy from Blade Runner 2024-48? Do you have a robot lover in this? Why is this a hard question, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in this, okay. You know how replicants have a timeline, a time frame for them to be alive? Yeah. Okay. Everybody in this world has that. I mean... Well, we have that too, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> but it's not... Know. We just don't know it. But it's not like... 80 years. 10. So everyone lives 10 years? Yes. 
So everyone was just a child? Everyone's no, just no, a no. dog. Everyone's just but like, a dog. But like, like, our main characters and, like, these two warring factions or whatever um, are, are, are like, replicants, right? They're humans, but, like, they're made? I'm still, like, I'm... I still don't you know all of it yet. yet. Yeah. But, like, from what I understand, they're kind of androidish, but not really. But, like, they can access a computer thing in their head. It's called an iris. It's kind of like sword art. You know, you go, right? And there's this pod that they're grown in, and then they're, like, spat out at, like, a young age. But they have ten years, but they grow. So like, so like, they'll die in like in in the same equivalent year of age twenty five, maybe thirty. You know what I mean? I, I see. What it's you're weird. Saying. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I don't mind it. Like it's not it's not a problem. I'm just I'm just like like listening to our Blade Runner episode when it came out recently. I'm like, wait a minute. This is very similar. Like these two things are like, huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's weird. But I'm loving the game. It's okay. really fun. I'm loving it. Uh, do, do they still scream all the time when they hit yes. people? Yes. Oh, yes. That's the one thing I wish they got rid of. <laughs> you can just mute it, bro. <laughs> but I want to hear that banging soundtrack, dude. You can mute the voiceovers. That's probably what I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're fine. Uh. Then you'll just you'll just see in the subtitles grunting. <laughs> oh, oh, a cool thing that you can do with the Shulk amiibo is uh, you can have you can use the amiibo in the game, and the main character that has the sword, his his original sword turns into the Monado. Oh, so that's really nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I've been playing Counter Strike, right? Of as course, usual. naturally. <laughs> um, so recently they put out an update. Ooh, an update to fix fix the uh, the. The matchmaking ELO. Sure. So how matchmaking ELO works in Counter-Strike and a lot of different things, it's the same way that they do ELO in, like, chess. Mm -hmm. You win a match, you gain a certain amount. You lose a match, you lose a certain amount. Um, Based on how well you do in the match, how bad you do, it changes. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing is, though, the more you play, the more your ELO kind of averages out. Because when you first make an account... Then it, then it moves pretty quickly with wins and losses. Mm. You you win a game when you have like a fresh account, it's going to boost your ELO quite a bit. Lose a game when you have a fresh account, drops your ELO quite a bit. Um, what that led to in Counter-Strike is the ranks are screwed. And you can tell anytime you play a game. I was Gold Nova 1, which is like middle rank, mm. uh, a, little less, a little less than average. Um, and I was top fragging most of my games, which is not right. And then I would also lose a lot of games because my teammates were just terrible like they should be in the depths of silver bad uh as well as some that were just they just didn't understand the game but they were they were all right um but i I was never really getting matches where i was playing with 10 people who were as skilled as me Mm -hmm. or like a little different so valve releases this update i go from gold nova one which is a little less than average to legendary eagle which is the fourth top rank Mm. I am ecstatic. I knew this is where I belong. I was like, oh my, like I I played because you have to play one match to show you what your new ELO is. And I was playing the match and I was like, all right, this is pretty nice. Everybody in the match is talking about like, oh yeah, I'm Golden Over 4. Like I hope I get boosted up because I don't really deserve to be there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, honestly, I'll be happy to just boost by a single rank. (laughs) Uh, I was being really humble about it. I ended up getting uh, like second top frag. 
Um, and then boom, the elo pop, the, the the legendary eagle pops up. This is like this is the rank that when I first started playing competitive Counter Strike, I was like, I want to be there. Um, and you're there, and I'm there. Oh my god, and I'm there. <laughs> I was I was so happy. So you're I done can, playing the game. I'm I'm done playing Valve's competitive match. <laughs> There's still Face It, which is the third party version of it, which is just better. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm not gonna play Valve's match rank anymore because it really is just bad. That that match that I played to get or the match I played after I got my rank. Um, I played with one dude who was just trolling the whole time, mm-hmm. uh, which, I mean, it's your game. You do what you want. Um, one dude who got absolutely pissed because the dude was trolling and started just screaming at everybody about it. Uh, one dude who left the match like three rounds in and didn't come back. And I was just like, this is my first match at Legendary Eagle. I'm done. I'm done. I, I made my way up. I grinded my yeah. way through. You don't want to lose it. I'm going to go to where matchmaking is actually good now. Yep. But, but yeah, so I just... I'm really. I. I you should. My, I yeah. My goal. How does it feel, man? It feels like great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. Cause like I don't know. I always knew that like something was wrong with the where I was at in the game. Like I, I was. I was winning. I, I should have been winning games. But then like it's hard to coordinate with people who just don't really know how to coordinate. Uh-huh. But but we're good now. We're good now. We got teammates that could, that actually know smokes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Counter Strike is like. No, number one thing, like there's two things you need to know to just play decent, right? It's uh, don't move while shooting, and don't keep your crosshair on the floor the whole time. Keep your crosshair at head level, so if somebody pops up, you don't have to flick up to aim at them. You're already there. Um, everybody I was playing with, they're looking at the floor and shooting at the floor, running, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, did, did you not even play the tutorial? Come on, it's it's. But now now I'm at I'm at the where I should be. Uh-huh. That's great. That's great, man. Congratulations. Thank you. You did it. God, don't we all <laughs> love having goals and then actually meeting them? Yeah, right? Now, Especially when you don't expect it. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> I was expecting this to take like another four years. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just happened one day through an update. I'm good. Now what? <laughs> now what? Uh, now I just play... I really just play Counter-Strike. Okay. And then, like, it's less of like I'm trying to get somewhere with it and more so like I know where I'm at. I'm not going to be the best in the world, but, like, I'm better than the average player. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was never looking to be the best. I was looking to be good enough to where I wasn't, like, being carried every game. Right. I got there a while ago, but I didn't feel like I was there. You're, you're settled with being the Yogi Bear. Sure. The ab- Above the Yogi Bear, I'm sorry. Above the Yogi Bear. You know, the average bear. Oh. You're above that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. <laughs> Joel? I mean, I haven't been playing a lot of things. I've been reading the original fan fictions in history, which means Dante's Divine Comedy and John Milton's Paradise Lost. So what, cool. what that was is these people read the Bible, and they were like, what if I make these characters do this thing? Dante's Inferno is the most famous of them all, all right. because people have this weird obsession with other people suffering, and it also combines a lot of... It's called a kink. People... What? People from Christian mythology, as well as Greek and Roman, and the real world. Sure. So you'll have this situation where you see a poet walking through hell and seeing some characters that he wrote about <laughs> and going like, yeah, that belongs there. Nothing's bad with that. But honestly, I think out of the entire Divine Comedy, Dante's Inferno is the worst written one. Because mm. a lot of it is just kind of... Like cosmic horror, but lazy, 
Dante thought he was very, like, effective in doing the Lovecraft thing. It was like, and it was so terrible, I can't even describe it. <sighs> I'm so cool. As well as patting himself on the back in its own story. Because he plays, it's like in the first person. And then you see people in hell suffering. Like, holy shit, is that the famous poet Dante? <laughs> Oh, wait, so he writes <laughs> characters that, like, call out his clout? Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. And, like... Is that that super cool writer that's so awesome, handsome, and famous, Dante? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of biases towards him. He really liked uh, Julius Caesar, so he put the guy that killed Julius Caesar, uh-huh. Brutus, like, in the bottom, <laughs> even though there's probably been worse people in history than that. But he put him right next to Judas Iscariot. Uh-huh. So, Paradise Lost is a lot, like, it's beautifully written, but it's very hard to understand. It's a poem, so, about Satan. But at the end of the day, it's an edgy fan fiction starring Satan. Edgy fan fiction like, literally. starring Satan. Literally. I love it. It's very. It's, it's all. It's 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 a kink. Like I said, <laughs> all these, these are just. Well, I don't think it's sexual. It's not. Well, it's edgy. It's edgy. Edgy. I'm sorry. Edgy. What the hell? You said like the anime term. I heard you say edgy. Edgy. I'm sorry. Like emo. I'm like. Wow. <laughs> Satan's like what are wearing you some, reading? all he's wearing is some cloths, just like <laughs> welcome to hell, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if you see all the art from the period, they're all naked. Yeah, right. So, uh, Paradise Lost a little is awesome. <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, oh, good for you for reading, man. That, that yeah. reminds me of the thing where, like, uh, philosophers, how their statues always have really small penises. Oh, yeah. they, they considered small penises to be like intellectu- high intellectuality. <laughs> I heard all that. the blood. I don't know how real this is. I heard it from somewhere. <laughs> all the blood that's supposed to go to my penis goes to my brain. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. literally what they believe. <laughs> but it's it's literally Socrates just being like, "Yeah, I'm cool." <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, if you want to end it there, um, I'm cool. With I got that. one more. I got okay, one more. Go so ahead. I am watching uh, probably one of the best TV character dramas of all time. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Really? Yeah, it's. I'm not done with it yet, uh, and I haven't watched Breaking Bad. So what? Uh, my take on this avoids the I watch Breaking Bad first. It's really good. Yeah. It's like I love character dramas, but a lot of them feel like like I'm being told what's happening with the characters. My favorite thing about Better Call Saul is everything that happens I see happen. It's not a thing where like. I see something happen, and then in the next scene, someone comments on that so I can better clarify what happened. No, no, no. It's it's entirely just the characters doing their thing, and you interpret it as you feel, uh, and then more information comes to light later that adjusts the way you see things. But all in all, it's like you get to see how a con man becomes Saul from Breaking Bad. I don't know anything about Saul from Breaking Bad, but I'm seeing how that develops, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like I, I'm in love with this. Mm. First two seasons, honestly, I was kind of bored. Uh, like it, but then it, it is just like because everything's still building up, and I thought it was going to be one of those TV dramas that like never gets anywhere, so they can keep making episodes. Because mm. like 
stuff would happen between characters and then it would like resolve and then nothing would really change between the characters. And so I was like, this this feels like circular. It feels like nothing's getting anywhere. But that's exactly, I think, that's exactly the point. Because these things keep going and happening again and again, that's what causes the eventual break and then the change and all of that. Like, I, I remember watching the last episode of season two and then, like, the first episode of season three. And I was, like, floored at multiple spots because I was like, oh, shit's happening. It's the, <laughs> the things are changing. This, this is getting real. This is, oh, my gosh. And it's, I, like, I don't know. I love, it's just good storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, the story itself isn't anything insane. But it's the way that it's told in various different ways. Sometimes they, they do some really creative cinematography. Other times it's just some, like, really, like, creative ideas in terms of, like, uh, how a character goes about a scene. It, it's good TV. It's it's good TV across the board. And, I mean, the actors are great. Bob Odenkirk, Gian, Giancarlo Esposito. Like, they're, they're all insanely good at, as well. So it's just this really well-rounded show that's got everything you want at a character drama, and I, I'm not disappointed at all. I'm on fifth season right now, um, half like a little close to halfway through. Mm. So it's six seasons long. I'm about to finish it up. Cool. And like re- you really like you go from like once you uh, I did a before I came here today to talk about it. Um, I watched one of the episodes from the first season to see, like, how Saul changed between mm. that episode and, that, and the other episode. You can see it. You can see this character change. And, like, it, all the characters, uh, Mike as well as one of the characters, like the old, corrupt, uh, retired an ex-cop from Philadelphia who is part of, like, the corrupt band of cops. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's a really good cop, but also morals aren't really, like, in his his thing. Um and, like, the way that this character goes about every scene, it, like, he he's one of the most badass characters on TV. Not going to lie. He's, he's, he knows crime. And so when, like, mob bosses or, or when cartel bosses are getting in his face, he doesn't care. Because <laughs> he, 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 cause he knows the game and he knows what's going on and he, he knows what he wants. And, mm-hmm. he, like, I've never seen a character with so much authority yet also he's not he's not like flawless you can see his flaws all the characters have flaws and their flaws affect how they interact with people it's it's just it's just good it's just good tv i heard uh breaking bad is one of the best shows of all time but maybe next to the wire uh i don't know the wire if it for those family guy fans out there you will understand the reference uh, I don't know. It's a bit. It's a Family Guy bit. I don't know. Uh, no. I've never seen it either, so I don't know. But I'm glad you're enjoying yourself with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heavily, and I mean heavily, mm-hmm. vouch for Better Girl Saul. This is definitely in my like top ten TV shows now. That's great. Yeah, I know Joe loves it. Yeah, and you have to watch Breaking Bad after. I think that'll uh, make I am. knowing knowing Walt's fate and Jesse's fate. I think the line that Walt says to Saul in Better Call Saul, "You've always been like this." It makes the whole thing hit harder, right? Yeah. I don't know if you've gotten to the point where Walter White is in Better Call Saul. Not yet, not yet. He shows up a little bit. Then he delivers that line, and it puts it all in kind of context. It makes you think, holy crap. And it's peak fiction. Peak fiction. 
Yeah. Also, like, Giancarlo Esposito. Despacito. Despacito. Giancarlo Esposito's character <laughs> is... Like I've always been a fan of all of his characters, to mm-hmm. be honest. He's a great actor. Uh, he's a great actor. Um, he knows bad guys. Yes. I I think I've said this before when we talked uh, Mandalorian. We did. Uh, he knows bad guys. He knows how to be a bad guy. And in this show, he is like deceptively nice of a bad guy. And oh my gosh, even in his pleasantness, you're like ah that 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 that's not him. That's not him. <laughs> Which like. But like to ha- to know that immediately, like he is acting like a friendly janitor when you first see him, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this guy ain't just a janitor. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some with this guy. Though how nice he is when he's doing everything, it's like this is like artificial niceness. Mm-hmm. What's going on? <laughs> and the way he just stares out the window after Saul leaves, and he's like, <laughs> and you're like, well, what's he? What's happening? He's also the villain in Far Cry Six. He is also the villain yeah. in Far Cry Six, which is good weird. for him. Well, bad for him because that's a bad game. Yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Los Pollos Hermanos. Los Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> he's great. Brothers. He's a great character. He's a great actor. I think he's going to go down one of the greatest actors of our time. Oh, definitely. Has he not already been considered a goat? I mean, I don't know if he's. I don't know how many re- awards he's received, but he should get all of them. Uh, like literally out. all of them. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. Drama Dest Award for Outstanding Ensemble Performance. Makes That's sense. That's one of them. And that's awards and nomination. Oh, my God. Since 1995 to now, 2022, he has won three awards and has been nominated for 1, 2, 3. God 19. damn, he's still going. 19 he's been nominating, yeah, for 19 and won three. Any, uh, Golden Globes is a TV one, right? Um, I'm trying, what's the TV, uh, it's, uh... To- Emmys? Em- Emmy, is that Primetime Emmys? Emmy Awards, yes, for so, Better Call Saul and Mandalorian. Did, did he he's win been it? nominated. Nominated. He has won awards for, um, National Board of Review... Category Best Cast, Nominated Work, The Usual Suspects. He won that. He won one for the Critics' Choice Television Awards as Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series and for Better Call Saul for Best Supporting Actor in a Broadcast Network or Cable Series Drama. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say, if he didn't win an award for his Better Call Saul performance, I would have been very sad. Mm -hmm. But also... But a lot of them deserve awards. Uh, The guy who plays Mike, the guy uh, Bob Odenkirk who plays Saul... Those two also definitely mm-hmm. deserve some rewards. Nacho, Nacho Varga, dude, that guy deserves an award. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm biased towards Nacho. He's my favorite character. <sighs> cool. Yeah, that's that's it. Are we good? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Now I want to oh. go back and have some more brownie cereal. <laughs> oh, Don't no. eat the brownie cereal. I have to finish it up. I had some this morning. Give it to the cat. Why would I? Why would I do that to the cat? I don't know. That'd probably be cruel. Probably. <laughs> Animal cruelty. Oh, all right. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another Delta series episode here on Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Please follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Make sure to catch us live every Thursday from 12 to 1 on the Eagle Radio Station Live 365 app. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you. And goodbye. Ah!
Okay